0: Welcome to Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way, you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is brought to you by crossing all the items off your to-do list. Tonight, we read from Flatland, written in 1884 by Edwin Abbott Abbott, under the pseudonym A Square. The book used the fictional two-dimensional world of Flatland to comment on the hierarchy of Victorian culture. The novella's more enduring contribution is its examination of dimensions. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Section one of the nature of flatland. I call our world flatland not because we call it so, but to make its nature clearer to you, my happy readers, who are privileged to live in space. Imagine a vast sheet of paper on which straight lines, triangles, squares, pentagons, hexagons, and other figures, instead of remaining fixed in their places move freely about, on or in the surface, but without the power of rising above or sinking below it, very much like shadows, only hard and with luminous edges, and you will have then a pretty correct notion of my country and countrymen. Alas, a few years ago, I should have said my universe, but now my mind has been opened to higher views of things. In such a country, you will perceive at once that it is impossible that there should be anything of what you call a solid kind. But I dare say you will suppose that we could at least distinguish by sight the triangles, squares, and other figures moving about as I have described them. On the contrary, we could see nothing of the kind, not at least so as to distinguish one figure from another. Nothing was visible, nor could be visible to us, except straight lines. And the necessity of this I will speedily demonstrate. Place a penny on the middle of one of your tables in space and leaning over it, look down upon it. It will appear a circle. But now, drawing back to the edge of the table, gradually lower your eye, thus bringing yourself more and more into the condition of the inhabitants of flatland, and you will find the penny becoming more and more oval to your view. And at last, when you have placed your eye exactly on the edge of the table so that you are, as it were, actually a flatlander, the penny will then have ceased to appear oval at all and will have become, so far as you can see, a straight line. The same thing would happen if you were to treat in the same way a triangle or square or any other figure cut out of pasteboard, as soon as you look at it with your eye on the edge on the table, you will find that it ceases to appear to you a figure and that it becomes in appearance a straight line. Take, for example, an equilateral triangle who represents with us a tradesman of the respectable class. Figure 1 represents the tradesman as you would see him while you were bending over from above. Figures two and three represent the tradesman, as you would see him if your eye were close to the level, or all but on the level of the table, and if your eye were quite on the level of the table, and that is how we see him in Flatland, you would see nothing but a straight line. When I was in Spaceland, I heard that your sailors have very similar experiences while they traverse your seas and discern some distant islander.